Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode is our NFL recap for week 15. And um, uh, I was originally going to wait till later on today to kind of uh, release this and everything like that. But I'm trying to watch the Texans game right now, but the Texans are playing the Titans. But it looks like the game is delayed for... Uh, looks like the bad weather over there, blackout reasons, whatever the case may be. So I might as well just start recording now. Um, uh, so week 15 happens the way it does. And, uh, you know, Thursday night's game, we're going to start off with the Niners and the Seahawks. Uh, the Niners were probably the easy favorite going in. Just their third string quarterback at this time. Brock Purdy is the quarterback in this time and everything like that. So... Them going against Seattle, which Seattle's kind of been all over the place to begin with already. And Seattle started off pretty good, you know, with, for some reason, I feel like Seattle's just real inconsistent when it comes to their play. Like, Geno Smith has, as to be honest, he's a relic of a forgotten franchise. I mean, the guy really was all hype coming out of college, and, you know, he was drafted uh, by the Jets didn't really work out with him in New York and he hasn't really shown that he could probably be a formidable quarterback in that type of way he did show promise uh, in Seattle uh, as you know as the the I don't want to say the backup but the precursor to um, to Russell Wilson and everything like that and he's shown that he can probably throw it up and he could probably you know put up some points when it came to uh, leading a franchise and everything like that but at the end of the day, it makes no sense that, you know, that this team really is going to rally behind him. I don't think Geno Smith is a bad quarterback. I just don't think he's a, he's good enough to lead a franchise. Um, uh, he's good coming off the bench as a backup. Uh, but as a starting quarterback, I don't know. I think I'd have to see more from him. But then again, he's been in the league this long, and he still really hasn't shown that promise. His... His play is a little bit on and off. You know, he, he'll throw a good game, you know, 300 yards, three touchdowns, and then the next game he throws like 120 yards and, you know, no touchdowns, and they still lose. You know, I call that the um, I call that the Andy Dalton effect. But, you know, this guy really can show that he is a – he's a solid quarterback. I think – for what was going on in Seattle, it works to an extent. But the idea that he could be a starting quarterback, I don't know. I mean, he really had his shine in New York, and I don't think it worked out for him really at all. And, you know, for him to have Michael Vick as a backup was just really kind of them just trying anything out in New York. Here in Seattle, I think he was, I don't know if he was Russell Wilson's backup or not, but in Seattle he worked out pretty much like that. You know, he didn't really put up numbers and everything like that in the event of of, of uh, Russell Wilson going down. But now with Russell Wilson out in Denver, it's, you know, it kind of goes to show you that this team could really kind of put some stuff together. Um, next up, well, before I move on, Brock Purdy, I think Brock Purdy is the truth. I, I really do think that. I really do think he can lead the San Francisco 49ers uh, to the playoffs. I, I To be honest, I think they're in, they're the number one team in their division at this point right now and uh, everything like that. And at this point, this week, I think they're playing the uh, – uh, who are they playing this week? 
I think they're playing Washington this week today, later on today. So we'll see what happens and uh, everything like that. So, you know, I think the Niners are the Niners are fully in control of their destiny. They could easily make a deep run in the playoffs. I, I do think they're probably going to be the team to beat. With Jalen Hurts now out, because as of right now, he's not playing this week against the Cowboys. But um, I think the Niners can do it, you know. I think the Niners have the, what it takes to kind of go all the way and maybe get back to the Super Bowl. Uh, the way they did about, what was it, two years, three years earlier. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But I'm pulling for the Niners to win it all in the NFC. So the Super Bowl I have is the Niners and the Chiefs. So we'll see what happens in that, uh, if that kind of whole thing kind of comes out to uh, at the end of the year. Uh, next up, we're going to go to Houston. Speaking of the Chiefs, the, the Texans played the Kansas City Chiefs in what was supposed to be a blowout. Man, I don't understand why the Texans, this is the second week in a row, the Texans are playing a top five team, and yet they can't seal the deal. Like, I don't understand. What, what's what's the problem? They took, they were making plays against Kansas City, and yet they blow it at the end. They had a chance to come in and either tie it up or even win the game, and they blow it. I don't understand that. You know, the uh, in Dallas, Houston just, you know, they fell apart at the end. I didn't understand that at all either. They had the lead throughout the entire run, and it didn't make sense. They gave up that lead, and they gave up a drive at the end, which was a game-winning drive with Zeke's touchdown. And then uh, in Kansas City, for them to kind of go and do all this other stuff and just, like, go out there and try to win a game and try to lead a comeback, they couldn't even do that. And I don't understand why that was just, you know, prevalent to that I don't understand this team is good enough to actually you know do some good you know actually win some games and everything like that but they just choke it away every chance they get you know stop with the rotating quarterback stop with the inconsistent you know play and everything like that stop with all of it just pick pick your guy and let him play the game don't rotate to Jeff Driscoll because the defense is going to pick up on it they know uh, they know Davis Mills is not that great of a quarterback. They know Kyle Allen is not that great of a quarterback. They know these guys suck. And it's like these people, I don't understand what the fuck's going on in Houston. I really don't. This is the second week in a row that they've been in the trenches against a top five team. And they choke the game away just like they always do. I don't know what to say. They're playing the Titans right now. But, you know, the game is delayed right now. So I don't know how this is going to go. You know, in true... I would say in true Houston fashion, they would probably, they're probably going to fuck it up the first chance that they get. You know what I mean? It's just going to be, it's not going to be anything pretty. It's not going to be anything to write home about. It's just going to be like, what the fuck? And everything like that. I don't understand. I'm telling you right now, if we don't have a new coach, a new quarterback, a new everything at the beginning of next season, then might as well start talking about moving this fucking team out of Houston because this team sucks. I don't know what they're going to do as far as draft picks. They could be picking. They, you know, chances are they're probably going to have the number one pick. So we'll see what happens with that. But at this time, it's like, what in the hell is going on? And I don't understand why, um, why it was such a drastic move for them to just suck this entire year and then, you know, whatever. I understand they're in a rebuild, but a rebuild don't take two seasons. Hell, three. You know, so we'll see what happens. Next up, in one of the Biggest upsets I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, the Minnesota Vikings and the Indianapolis Colts. This team, I remember watching the game. It was like 33-0. to zero. 
at the half, and then two minutes in, the fuck, it's like almost tied now. What what happened? It's like Jesus Christ, Matt Ryan is forever cursed in when it comes to comebacks. This guy is just so badly behind in the trenches, and he lets these teams come back on him. You know, thank God it wasn't a Super Bowl, but. I think the Super Bowl loss is a lot worse because, I mean, one, it's the Super Bowl and everything like that. But, damn, this is a much bigger deficit than what they had and everything like that. And then for them just to choke it away like that, I don't know, man. Minnesota looks good. Minnesota does look good in this game. Minnesota looks like they could probably be a contender. To be honest, I think I'm starting to have a think that it's going to be Minnesota and San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. So, you know, who knows, man? These teams are coming out the woodwork and putting up numbers and taking care of business and you know I think that uh I think that you know given given the nature of the uh San Francisco 49ers and the Minnesota Vikings could have yourself a shootout right there that's a pretty good team I'd give the edge to the Niners because they have the better defense and everything like that but man Jesus Christ what is going on in what is going on in Indianapolis, man. I don't know why they thought Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan should have just called it a career after he choked away the Super Bowl because there's no way in hell they're going to be able to be that good ever again. And it don't look like they're going to do anything good at this time uh, for the next shit. I don't know how long it's going to be before they actually get their shit together. Next up, we got Buffalo and Miami. This was a game I was looking forward to because I was looking forward to the shootout between uh, Tua and Josh Allen, and it kind of was. It really was. These two teams went back and forth. Kind of came down to the wire at the end there and everything like that. And then for, I think Tua really kind of made some mental mistakes at the end there. And But at, at, as it looks right now, it's a divisional game. I do think Buffalo is going to go on to be the number one team in the NFC and everything like that. And I do think that Miami will make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to make a good run. They can easily get exposed. They're predictable if you count, if you cut them off at the right angles then there's no way there's no way there's a good chance you can stop them but same thing with buffalo you know buffalo is also very predictable and it seems like that if you you know get them get them cut where they need to be cut and you have yourself an open team it's going to be open season for the rest of these guys both of these teams are easily predictable i think buffalo might go further in the playoffs than miami but i don't think i don't see either of these teams reaching the super bowl I do see Buffalo reaching the AFC Championship, but I don't think they're going to get past either. You know, they could choke a game away and lose to Cincinnati, or they could choke away the AFC Championship against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So, you know, we'll see what happens in the near future. Um, Philadelphia played Chicago. That was a game, this was a game that was really interesting to me because it showed that Justin Fields could actually be, uh, be worth you know the number one draft pick and everything like that. I wish he kind of was. I think he was. He was taken in the first round. So that's saying something. And I honestly believe with the right teach, if if they can honestly get more weapons around Justin Fields, you're looking at a pretty solid Chicago team. Like yeah, their playoff their playoff appearances. It's not going to happen this year. Justin Fields left the game and then came back in the game with an injury. Uh, but I also think that Jalen Hurts also got hurt in this game because it was this was the game that you know he did not return for. So well, this was a game he he played, got hurt after the game was already over. So you know we'll see what happens with that. But Jalen Hurts continues to take the um, 
the Falcons to the top. But as of right now, you know, they're not playing right now. They're not looking so good. And the Falcons, you know, the Falcons, the Eagles don't look so much as as like a championship team. I've seen teams dominate the entire uh, regular season and then just completely choke in the first game of the playoffs. I do think the Philadelphia Eagles will get a number one seed, uh, depending on, you know, whether or not, you know, uh, Gardner Mishru can take care of business uh, today against the Cowboys, but we'll see what happens. But as far as I'm concerned, without Jalen Hurts, you know, that offense don't seem as, you know, as cohesive as it would with a Jalen Hurts-led offense. They're a good team, but we'll see what happens uh, in the future. I do see Philadelphia kind of holding on to that number one seed, but we'll see what happens when it comes playoff time. Um, uh, next up, we have uh, we have the Giants and the Commanders, which was the Sunday night game. And this game was a bit of a letdown because the Commanders and the Giants are they each of these teams need a win to keep their playoff hopes alive. But it looks like the Giants, the Giants did take care of business. You know, Daniel Jones and uh, Saquon Barkley did kind of rise to the occasion. And I do see this team. I do see the Giants making the playoffs. I don't see them making a deep run at all. But you know, as as it as it stands right now, this could probably be uh, a sleeper pick for the uh, for the Giants. But at the same time, I also see. Oh, excuse me. At the same time, I also see the Commanders making the playoffs. You know, it's it's not that far fetched if you think about it. It really isn't. And you know, with under the right circumstances, these guys could definitely get in. You know, they, they were saying that this entire division could probably get in. And you know, like I said, with the right circumstances, this team could get in. All four of these teams could definitely get in. I don't know how it's going to look now with. The, uh, I don't know about the Commanders. Commanders are least my least expect, uh, expected team to make the playoffs because they lost to the Giants, and then today they're going to play the um, the San Francisco 49ers, and you know we'll see how that goes. And like I said, you know my I'm pulling for the Niners because the Niners have a good team and everything like that. So we'll see what happens uh, later on today. And then the final game was Monday between the Rams and the Packers. The Packers are just honestly the Packers are just trying to get into the spot are just trying to get their, they're just trying to make the playoffs because even though they're, they're not going to win their division, obviously that's going to belong to the Minnesota Vikings. But um, I think Green Bay is just trying to get in. They're just really trying to get in. They kept winning, which was good. They put up a good fight against the LA Rams. The Rams are fucking garbage. Um, I don't know if it's the, I don't know if it was the Super Bowl. I don't know what it was, but for these guys to win the Super Bowl and then finish the following season with a losing record, that's just pitiful. You know, I've seen teams make it to the Super Bowl and then never win a game after that. Like when Eli Manning and the Giants won the Super Bowl, they never went back to the playoffs afterwards. Yeah, they won another Super Bowl, but, you know, it's not like they were going to do it again. And then they did it again, and they never went back since. They, yeah, they made the playoffs, but that ain't really something to write home about. You know, a lot of teams like this, they falter under the pressure. You know, a lot of, and, and it's a lot of NFC teams, you know, they do that. If you look at a team like Atlanta, when they went to the Super Bowl, choked it away, and then you never saw them in the, in the Super Bowl ever again. Sean McVay has led his team to the, has led his team to the Super Bowl before. And he's, I think he's a hell of a coach. 
and everything like that. But for some reason, they couldn't re-sign Odell Beckham Jr. They couldn't get it together on offense. Cooper Cup went down. That was the first of the domino effect. And then Matt Stafford went down, and now Aaron Donald went down. So a lot of key players that they had from the championship team just go down, and it sucks. It really does. Um, I don't know what to say about the L.A. Rams other than the fact that they were the most – they were probably the – the 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 mo one of the most disappointments of the 2022 season. Uh, I probably do I probably do a year in review uh, for the um, for the um, uh, for the whole NFL season once the NFL season is officially over. I think they have about two or three games left in the season, uh, including this week. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but anyways, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you liked the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse 21. Um, let me know what you guys thought about last week's, um, NFL games. Did your team do good? Did your team do bad? You know, whatever the case may be, let me know what are your playoff predictions. What do you got going on for the NFL uh, uh, draft coming up next year? Fantasy owners, I know the playoffs is coming up because we have about, I think we have one more game left. I think this is it for us to get start ours. So any fantasy football players out there, let me know what you guys got going on, and we'll see what happens from there. Be on the lookout for uh, more episodes to drop. Uh, I've already covered uh, episodes for knives out part one and two for glass onion so be on the lookout for that i'm not sure what the uh i hope everybody has a very merry christmas happy holidays wherever you guys are coming from today's christmas eve don't know what the schedule is going to be like for the next couple of days just want to enjoy the holidays me and my kids and see what else we got going on i hope you guys do the same thing merry christmas happy holidays and of course as always embrace your inner madness